0: To give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you.
1: Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today.
0: Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear.
1: When we make the decision to go to law school, most of us have zero idea of what type of lawyer we want to be. I know that was the case when I started usually what we know about being a lawyer basically comes from law and order or legally blonde shout out to our girl, Elle Woods. So if you're thinking about going to law school already in law school, or you, maybe you just took the bar exam or have just been curious about what type of law you might be the perfect fit for. We have just the thing for you. Tell them Samantha.
0: A long time friend of the podcast and new lawyer now what coach, Angela Vorpal has put together a free what type of lawyer I should be quiz. This 90 second quiz is designed to give you a window into what your best fit type of law might be. Awesome. Am I right? You can take the quiz at www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz. And then send us a DM on Instagram with the type of lawyer you got. We're so excited to see. Hey there, guys. Are you ready to conquer law school and rise to the top of your class? Look no further than the Crush the Curve Law School prep course. So this prep course is not going to bog you down with boring legal jargon. Instead, they're going to teach you smart strategies and practical tools that actually work their track record speaks for itself for three years running their students consistently have ranked in the top 10 percent of their class so if you want to also see the statistics head to the website and they have it all listed there
1: worried it might not be for you don't be they offer a hundred percent satisfaction money back guarantee no questions asked and here's the best part why other courses will set you back thousands of dollars This course is affordable and the best part about it is there's a promo code that takes $200 off just for listeners of our show. So use code LadiesWhoLaw, L-A-D-I-E-S, W-H-O-L-A-W to get $200 off. Are you ready to crush law school? Well, head on over there, sign up and don't settle for average. You guys join the ranks of the legal elite with Crush the Curve Law School Prep Course. Hey, guys, and welcome back to Ladies Who Law Podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. And this week, we are coming to you quite literally live. We are recording the day before this comes out. And disclaimer, the audio might be a little wonky, But don't worry about it. This is just trial and error for us because we are traveling working girls and Samantha is out there recording from her hotel room while she's on a work trip. So we're learning as we go. And uh, yeah, this is all new to us, girlies. So the traveling um,
0: recording. Yeah. So I'm currently using my AirPods to record and we just discussed a little mic that we are thinking of getting for when I am traveling. Um, so
1: Like all the cute TikTokers
0: have, have? Right. So um, obviously, yes, this is a kind of last-minute thing that we prepped up because we did have a guest and unfortunately couldn't make it. So, so sad,
1: we wanted to but- – Yes. So yeah, we, wanted so we to get still wanted content. to talk
0: to you guys and kind of, you know, a lot of you guys had some questions and maybe some clarifications too, because I, I saw one of the questions. I was like, why did Haley quit her job?
1: I know, <laughs> right? Let's start with that one. So yeah. someone asked, why did Haley quit her job? I want all the tea. So actually Haley, that's me speaking to you now live, did not quit her job. It's Samantha that quit her job. So Samantha, tell them who you are, show them off that voice, girl.
0: Yes, yes. So um, me, Samantha, (laughs) I was the one who quit my job. And if you want to, if you didn't hear that episode, obviously go back and like we talk all about it and the deets and all of the the tea essentially. Um, Obviously we'll have a more in-depth episode as we get, you know, I'm not the only one who's quit a job before. And I feel like there's someone we could talk to that probably has a lot more experience (laughs) with
1: this kind of stuff. Um, So I'd love to get someone on to kind of chat about it more in that way. But yeah. If you wanted to say in one sentence why you quit your job in the T would be? Okay. So I
0: would say that I believed I deserved more compensation for the type of work that I was doing. And that's... That's a simple explanation, really. And that's
1: that. Okay. Yes. Love it. Love it. Okay. Another question that I uh, thought was good because I had to follow up with the asker and ask her exactly what she meant, but she said, thoughts on post-bar fellowships. Okay. So I said, what is a post-bar fellowship? And she tells me it's basically a job in the middle of from taking your bar to getting your results. Like, that's what that idea is. Um, Something that I've been living in for quite some time, right? Uh, So, with all that being said, thoughts on that? Um, It it pays the bills for me. So, I like it. And I like that people are willing to take a chance on attorneys, uh, lawyers, uh, JD grads that maybe aren't fully licensed in a place or aren't that are waiting for the results, like I said. I think that uh, that is something that I learned, a post-bar fellowship. I love that. It sounds so – It sounds
0: cooler than like – Legal clerk. My post-bar job that need like to pay the bills because I'm so broke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Amen. There you go. (laughs) Because like what I'm
0: thinking is like, no, seriously, like that time – like if you don't have a job in that time between taking the bar and starting like your actual job – a lot of people don't have – like, a lot of big law associates, they don't start till like, October, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, I was on Reddit, and I was, like, looking at people complaining about, like, what do I do? And I just want to put it out there that it's – if you have to go Uber, if you have to go Lyft it, to pay your bills and, like, feed yourself, like, no one's looking down on you. Um, you know – I know a lot of us struggle with asking for help, especially when we're like, I just went to law school. Like I shouldn't be broke right now. Like
1: yeah. it's just
0: a tough situation that the legal field kind of puts students in
1: mm-hmm. and it,
0: a lot of people deal with it. So I just want to, you know, validate the, like if you need to go do Uber Eats, do it, like do it. Cause I, I've known people that have had to do it and it's not beneath
1: you. I just, I just want to say that. Yes. I think that's great advice and insight. Also, people asked, multiple people asked, what to do while they're waiting on their bar results? What do people do for work, like you just said? Um, and what do you do to make money when you have to take the bar again? Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard because
0: luckily, we both were in positions where we had jobs in the legal field, but we do know people that didn't have that opportunity and When you don't have that opportunity, I really think take anything you can get because like you don't want to have to take out a loan. I will say that number one, like if you can work at the grocery store rather than taking out a loan, do it.
1: Yeah, because I mean, the interest rate is very high and it is a quick turnaround where they want their money. Also, let's be a little proactive here, right? I mean, I found my job in between taking the bar a year ago and waiting for my results. So I feel like apply for jobs. Don't be afraid to get out there. I want to say like
0: also apply to legal field, but also like if that, and if nothing is panning out, Mm -hmm. it, I know it's so hard to hear. Like I trust me, I've had many conversations with people about this, but you may have to apply that something like that's not legal related, even if it's just so temporary just to get you by. And I know people are like, but I went to law school. I'm not going to go do X, Y, Z. Well, I don't know. I just, I just feel like you got to do what you got to do, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. And again, no one's looking down on you. Please don't think that.
0: Also, if you guys want recommendations on how to make some quick money as a side hustle, sell your textbooks.
1: Yeah, that's a great suggestion. That really is. I mean, let's just be honest, it's a really intense process. And the last thing that you also want to be worrying about is money. So proactively save your money. Um, try not to spend all your student loans. If you get a bar loan, don't go wild and spend all the money. I mean, I'm not trying to preach or be your mom here, but like this is all the stuff that I know we all need to hear, right? No, it's literally because we've de-
0: both dealt with these things with like our own friends. Yeah. And, you know, I know it's common and I know people – struggle with this. Also, people don't like to talk about struggling
1: financially. No. It's it's a hard thing to talk about and it, it weighs on you. So I'm going to shift it a little bit, okay? But still a little, you know, serious. Okay. Terrified for cold calls. Advice. I know I will turn bright red and my mind will go blank. First off, take a deep breath. You got this.
0: Yeah. And I'm-
1: What do you say, Samantha? You
0: know, I- when I to hear that question, I immediately picture myself like being that one L, being so scared to get cold, cold. And then I picture myself as a three L, right? Like not giving up, basically. Um, mm-hmm. So I really think that to prepare yourself, you have to go in there and really convince yourself that no one cares. Yes. No one cares. Tell yourself that. Like,
1: even though you won't believe, you won't it, at believe first, it, just keep repeating it to yourself. No one cares. Until no one you cares. like,
0: At the end of the day, yeah. I don't remember anyone who's messed up a cold call. I don't know their names. The only person that's going to remember if you messed it up is yourself. Trust me. And then even then, barely. I barely remember myself messing up a cold call because guess what? I probably
1: blocked it out of my memory. But still, like, <laughs> you know, no but one cares. But I do cares. think it's a rite of passage yes. because cold calls are just a part of the process. Yes. They're a part of going to law school. and. Make sure that okay. So in our episode with Heather Dennison, whenever she talks about lines, breath, and then I think of Ted Lasso, which I watched the summer, and just what Rebecca does—it's this thing where you kind of just look in the mirror and you like look really scary, and you just scare. I mean, whatever you need to do, do it because. But it's going to make you better. It's a part of the process. Take a deep breath before you answer, that's okay to do. You know, I mean, practical tips.
0: Confidence is like, even if you're shaking and like you're picking at your nails bleeding, act confident, pretend it, fake literally fake it till you make it. Like that's the only way that really, like we got through law school. So first, number one, no one cares. Two, fake it till you make it. Three, once you get it done, you're gonna feel like a huge weight lifted off your shoulders because you're gonna see that it's not, that bad like like you you'll realize like everyone messes up a cold call once in a while like it's
1: not a big deal yes absolutely and remember no one's gonna remember but you so we can vouch for that right the no one cares part no one's gonna remember yes i literally do not remember anyone like
0: personally i can't recall someone's terrible cold call we'll be right back Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible.
1: Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries.
0: And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime.
1: Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely.
0: The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever
1: I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers.
0: As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing.
1: So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Okay, so on the 1L fun game here on the 1L Jeopardy column as we go down. I'm a 1L who's one week into law school. What is something you wish you did during 1L? You first.
0: I wish that I would have maybe made an effort to befriend upperclassmen and get their outlines even sooner than I did, because I really do think that using outlines, like especially in 2L when we would use outlines previous outlines in class to follow the class and like build on our own notes i found like that was really when i felt like i started excelling because it you know it's kind of like a cheat sheet right of, of it's the outline of what the course is going to be like and it just gives you that boost of confidence to kind of i don't know i just think that that's what i would have done get outlined sooner
1: i think that's a great practical piece of advice right there i wish i would have this is going to sound so lame, studied more and hang in there with me. I know you're like, what? Like we already study. Like, okay. Me personally, I treated it like school, like high school in a way, like eight to three. I don't want to say like I'm slightly handicapped and I feel like I have a learning disability, but in a way when it came to learning the legal knowledge, I truly felt like I needed to put more time in. I've paid the ultimate price. I feel like I now know basic 1L law, like it's the back of my hand. So, but yeah, I do wish that maybe I would have spent a little more time worrying about the law rather than what I was doing to study the law. That makes sense.
0: Yes, and I, w- I just want to build on that um, because I think it's more like understanding it, right? Like you can blow through 200 pages of reading in a night and not understand one word and like you yes. got the work done and you did it, you d- you've you done the thing. And yeah. you might think that that's, you know, but truly studying, right? Like taking the time to learn it. And I think we both experienced that when we went to go study at the bar
1: the first time and we were like, oh. Because a lot of exams in 1L are closed book exams, right? But as you go through law school, they stop being closed book exams and it's easy to cram the night before or, you know, go through, you just never really truly learn how to study for a closed book exam. So if you have that opportunity in law school, remember that the bar, that is what the bar is. So just keep all that in mind. This is, this is probably insane. I feel like I'm like projecting, but I I really do think that, uh, that's what I wish I would have known. So I, I see people though that who do work really hard and their grades pay off in law school, and I think that that shows. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is another like one L mm-hmm. beginning the law school question. What are some opportunities I should look out for slash be aware of in law school?
0: Ooh, okay. So I would say that now that I've been out in the working force for like what Real a few world. months. I see that a lot of people do appreciate mock trial and um, law review, like, in the real world, right? Um, they actually do ask for that, right? On Especially if you want to go to, like, a top 100 firm, right? They're, they are asking that because I did apply to several of those firms. And they do ask, like, were you on mock trial or were you on law review? And guess yeah. what? Sometimes there's ones that if you didn't do either, you literally can't move on with the application. Yeah. So I personally was never inclined to even try to do law review because I didn't want to. However, if you're not going to do law review and or mock trial, you have to have an internship or some kind of practical experience, right? So that's kind of like where I'm going. Like you have to do something. Do do something where you're showing off your knowledge, right? Whether that's your writing, your oral advocacy skills, or your actual working in the real world, you know? So- that's what I would say is that probably the best opportunities to kind of get you where you want to go.
1: Yes, I think that's great advice and something that's a little hard, honestly, for me to think about and say and, and admit in a way that you're right. Um, moot core is another good option. Monk yeah, trial, moot court, mock trial. Kind of the same yeah. thing. Oral but, advocacy you know, kind of thing. In yeah. case you're a 1L and you get in there and you're like, what is all – okay, they're basically in the same wheelhouse to so do something like that. I think some opportunities to look out for and be aware in law school. For me, I would say be aware of relationships with your professors. Don't be afraid. That's something, again, you know, we're talking about what we wish we would have done. I wish I would have made a little more relationships with some professors. Wouldn't have been so scared of them to talk to them or ask their advice or just chit chat with them. I think I was just so insecure on what the law was and what it meant that I wasn't vulnerable. And I think that those are opportunities, like those people are some of the smartest people you'll be around. They come from top bajillion schools, right? So take advantage of their mind. Sometimes they are a little scary, but you know, nothing gets done unless you push past your uncomfortableness, right? So like, I feel like that's part of that. How do I deal with striking out on OCI so far, at least, question mark? So as we said many times before recently, we didn't do OCI. So, I mean, there's still hope, right?
0: And I will say, almost everybody who doesn't do OCI, like, they're going to end up finding something most of the time. Like, I will say most of the people in our class, granted, we did not go to a T20, Um, most people in our class did not do OCIs and the people still ended up with jobs. They still had internships. So let's say you don't have good luck. What do we always suggest? Cold email firms. Yep. I know like that's what we did. It worked for us. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, unless you really are like, I really want to go to like a top 100 firm and you're at a T20 and you're really sad about it. Message us and we can talk about it, but I'm you're gonna be fine.
1: Yes, message us. Also, like don't be sad. There's still hope. yeah and, like, like trust me. like everything like, happens for a reason. Also, I and I understand rejection sucks. Oh, like it's literally the worst. So just know that we love you. Obvi, but we're sending you hugs, vibes, all the good things. And just know that everything happens for a reason, like Samantha said. Such good advice. Okay. Tell us about work-life balance.
0: Well, work-life balance is definitely hard because it depends on your employer. Some employers, they don't really, I mean, you can have work-life balance in most jobs, right? But there are certain jobs that are going to push on your boundaries a little bit more. However, that's why I say boundaries because you need to know what your boundaries are with work, right? Like for me, right? I right now I don't really know my boundaries yet because I just started my new job. At my last job, I would end at five o'clock, and that was my work life balance. Like I wasn't gonna bring it home, and mm-hmm. I kind of just made it known to everybody around me that at five o'clock I'm done. I'm not answering anything else. You won't hear me with me hear from me unless it's an emergency, which I probably know to check. You know, like if that's an emergency, that's totally different. But on a normal day. I don't know. I just set my boundaries and I don't know if that's going to work with everybody though. Some people might get fired for doing that, but that's what I did.
1: I mean, I don't think anyone's going to get fired well, for leaving I will say or this, working on, on their...
0: Well, no, I've literally read on Reddit. There was this person that was like, I, I know, right? Reddit. And they were like, I work at a law firm and I get all my work done. I go in at 930 and I get out. I'd want to leave at 6 30 or whatever but the partner every time I leave early like they say something
1: then you don't need to work there right and it's like that's when you need to put your boundaries up like that's my answer to that reddit reddit boy and girl whoever that is work-life balance it's an ever-changing thing first off there's not just work and there's not just balance I mean (laughs) there's not just work and there's not just life there's so much more We have a great episode where we talked about that with Paula and she talks about a wheel and how it's ever-changing and it's kind of a -a tilt-a-whirl that goes round and round and at some point it leans more towards work and sometimes it leans more towards family. And Mm -hmm. as a woman, we experience so much different things in our career, so like Samantha said setting those boundaries is key but setting boundaries people say that let's set boundaries but who enforces those because what's a law without teeth nothing right like without a law without being enforced there's yeah, no, no teeth, you. right
0: yeah and you you have to set those boundaries right like if it and means, enforce them yeah like you, you if you want to do like tell them you don't want to work past 5 just start clocking out at five and if they say something then you might want to reevaluate right like Haley said yeah if they're you know but you're gonna find in the legal field especially at some bigger firms that obviously work-life balance comes out comes up a lot as a problem it because it's a cost yeah right it's like the golden apps right it's like yes. do you want to make 400k yeah but you might have to be working 80 hours a week right
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah so, so priorities priorities oh bestie moment right there yes yeah. priorities and I mean that's like a whole episode in itself and yeah maybe that's a whole next episode. time we should do when we need time. it yeah <laughs> we yeah, need okay. it we we'll re- do that so also disclaimer as we finish up this episode we kind of just got into a point where oh crap like what are we going to talk about we don't want to just give you guys content that is pointless or Mm -hmm. us babbling or you know just chatting that's not what this podcast is so we really appreciate you guys submitting your questions on Instagram for us and we hope that this is a fun and quick turnaround time because literally I mean it's answering it literally hours post this as an answer yeah Yeah.
0: literally Um, so yeah no we really appreciate guys you guys giving us stuff to talk about. Most of the time, because honestly, you guys have all the questions because, you know, if Haley and I were not in law school anymore, so Mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to know what you guys are necessarily dealing with because, like, when we were in law school, COVID was a thing. Like, it was a whole – like, there's different seasons, right? And so we're really just trying to connect with you guys again and kind of see what's up. What are you guys mad about? What do you guys want to know about? What um, are you scared about? What worries you, you know? Exactly. what are what yeah I want to know I want to know what you're scared of I want to know what you're excited for I want to know just I want to know what what I feel like I was gonna I don't know how to say this it's like what my younger self would have asked had I not gone through this experience but I've already gone through the experience I already know you know (laughs) it's like total blindness I just want a fresh set of eyes someone going in blind being like I want to know everything.
1: Yeah. I I think that that's totally true and what we hope to get from our listeners, right, is this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed experience. But also, I feel like a lot of the questions were right as you roll into law school at the very beginning. And I can put myself back there and feel those feelings, and it was scary, Mm-hmm. and I was really nervous, and I was really not confident. And as big sis podcasters, that's what we want to do, right? You want to be there. You want to be able to answer and help the younger version of yourself. So with that being said, please always reach out to us if you have questions or you want to talk or you're scared. Um, email us. DM us. Honestly, email us.
0: Yeah, email is usually – DMs really get lost in the shuffle cuz we get so many. Also, on Instagram, if someone interacts with a story, it acts as a DM. So I think what, like for me at least,
1: I'm like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't even know where those DMs went." Yeah, exactly. So if you really need to talk with us or we chat with us, feel free to email us because we check that pretty regularly. I like to think, eh, mm-hmm. you know. But
0: email is definitely more checked the dms because there's so many
1: and it's tailored yeah yeah it'll pop yeah. up yeah well you know that's a little technology tidbit yeah. for you guys so if you enjoy this episode please rate us wherever you listen give us five stars we'd appreciate it but also the best compliment you can give us is to tell your friend tell your coworker. Tell that person who you know wants to go to law school about our podcast and have them check us out.
0: Yes. And I saw that a lot of you girls and guys and everybody have ordered some sweatshirts that say future lawyer and future lady lawyer. So if you are some of the people who got those, please take some pictures, send them to us, put them on your story. We'll reshare it. Um, We love seeing you guys wear the merch. So.
1: Absolutely. And we will talk to you guys again next week. Stay healthy, guys. Bye. Bye.